gentlemen. You know, I always like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. That's the truth. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 49 of the Toad Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, I am here, and boy, it's just some interesting stuff that is going down this week in the world of professional wrestling, and like... Like, what can I say? I'm about to hop into all of it. All Elite Wrestling, uh, WWE, the fan war that's been going on with All Elite Wrestling, with All Elite Wrestling fans, WWE fans. I'm about to hop into all the, the, uh, the details from the All Elite press conference. All of that good stuff I'm about to hop into. All right. Nizal. So, I mean, you can find me, Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast, on iTunes. Uh, you just I'm on iTunes now. Just type in in the, in the search bar to Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Boom, there I am. You know all the other sites that I am on. Periscope, all of that good stuff. I uh, YouTube, Twitter at OMGCoreyB and at Too Sweet Pod. You can find me there. So let's hop right on into this. Let's not waste any more time. All Elite Wrestling. This fan war that we got going on with all elite fans and WWE fans, I just find it so humorous and so sad at the same time. Like, man, it's like gang war out here, man. It's like brand loyalty out here. And I've seen other fans of other companies getting into it as well, which saddens me, but it was mostly AEW and WWE fans just going at each other. And I'm like, man, I'm just watching this on my Twitter timeline. And I didn't say much about it. I'm just looking at it like, man, this is pathetic. Like, from my standpoint, I look at it and I'm like, man, I can tell which era of wrestling you grew up in by the way you're reacting to all of this. All of the people on my timeline that grew up in my era is like, man. This is cool. Another company is coming along. I like it. And I can tell the people that didn't grow up in the in the Monday Night Wars era or before. It's like, man, I'm sticking with my company. I'm not watching all the elite wrestling. Or I'm, I'm watching WWE. Or I'm watching this company. I don't care about all elite wrestling. You know, I'm not going to watch them. Like, oh my goodness. Can y'all get over yourselves? Like, more wrestling is a good thing. Like, even the report. Uh, that came out about people not getting in because they were wearing All Elite shirts uh, going into SmackDown. Uh, there was reports that they wouldn't let them in initially. Now, I don't know if those reports are true or not. I don't know. We'll see if those reports turn out to be true or not. It's kind of he, he said, she said thing going on with that. But people were reacting to it like, and I've I seen comments that were saying, well, WWE, you, they shouldn't let them in wearing all elite wrestling shirts. You wouldn't want people wearing WWE shirts on if all elite wrestling had their shows going on. And I'm like, man, I grew up in an era. I grew up before the Monday Night Wars to be, to, uh, first of all. 
but I grew up in the month while in the Monday Night Wars, we would see WCW Nitro shows with signs that had Vince Fierce Bischoff and Eric Bischoff would just grab the signs and run around with it. And we had we would go to WCW shows and people would have Raw is War banners in the crowd. Like, and there would be Raw is War signs in the crowd. And like, it was cool. It was a cool thing for me to see. I was a huge WCW fan, but I thought all of that was pretty darn cool. Like, more wrestling is a good thing. It's a good thing for the talent. It's a good thing for fans. We got all these companies out right now, Impact Wrestling, uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan, MLW, Lucha Underground, WWE, we got NXT programming. More wrestling is a good thing. If you don't want to watch it because it's too much, that's one thing. But don't watch it because you feel like you got to have brand allegiance and brand loyalty uh, to your company. So, I mean, looking at all of this, I mean, it's, it's also a good thing because WWE is going to get pushed if All Elite becomes a big thing to which I'm hoping down to my heart. It becomes a huge thing. WWE is going to get pushed. They're going to, you know how they do when they feel like they need to, then they start putting uh, forward good television programming when they feel like they need to. So as we've seen in the Monday Night Wars, once WCW got great, once Nitro got great, WWF felt the need to pull out all, quote unquote, pull out all of the stops. And they did, and they ended up winning the war because, one, because WCW took out themselves, and then WWF just picked up the pieces. But they felt a need to go all out, and they did. Maybe we'll see something like that here. Maybe we'll see WWE go all out to try to pull out all of the stops. I'm hoping that that's the case. And I mean, looking at it, another thing. Look, you cannot find a more per, a person that is more aligned to their company than me with WCW. I love WCW. Every bit of it. I grew up on WCW. Grew up on Sting. I love me some Sting. But that didn't stop me from watching WWF. I love me some Undertaker. So I watched WWF. In the Monday Night Wars era, I love Sting versus the NWO. But that didn't stop me from watching Steve Austin versus The Rock. And then Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. That didn't stop me from watching that stuff. That is so stupid. And I've seen a comment that said, man, y'all acting like it's WCW versus WWF. No, people are not acting like it's WCW versus WWF. Because in my generation, the most common line of the Monday Night Wars was... Man, it was so fun flipping from channel to channel. And that's what it was. We flipped from channel to channel because we didn't want to miss out on things in wrestling history. That's what it was. We enjoyed that stuff. So when I look at this era, I'm like, bruh, y'all just need to enjoy it. Root for AEW to become big. Root for all of these companies to do well. Impact Wrestling. Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, MLW. Root for all these companies to do well. And hopefully, we can get to a point to where somebody, AEW has a billionaire like WCW had a billionaire, Ted Turner. Maybe they become something big and they push WWE. I'm hoping for that. We as fans should be happy. 
we as fans, like, it shouldn't be a thing to where it gets ugly between fans. Like, I'm never going to be that way because I'm going to watch all the wrestling that I can. All the wrestling that I can before I just fall out. Like, I can't catch every company, but I'm going to catch all elite. I'm going to see what they're all about. So, I don't get this gang war stuff. Like, if y'all want to do that, that's on y'all. I will not be participating on Twitter. I will be watching all elite. I will be watching Impact. I will be watching WWE, NXT, New Japan. I'm going to try to catch all the companies that I can't catch. Lucha Underground. I sparingly catch Ring of Honor every now and again. But I'm going to try to catch all of them. So, I'm going to move on from that. This stupid gang wars that y'all got going on. I mean, it is what it is. Companies. I said it shouldn't get ugly. Now, I said it should get ugly between fans. But where it will get ugly is between companies. Now, I expect that. Just off of my experiences from wrestling, off of my just experiences from the 90s itself, it's going to get ugly between the companies. Because they're going after the same wrestlers. All Elite Wrestling, look, there's only but so many big names to go around. So All Elite Wrestling is going to be going after big names in those said companies that I just mentioned. They're already going to get Kenny Omega. I think that's just like 100% shoe-in. They're already taking it from New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it is going to get ugly if you're going after the same talent, if you're going after the same things. Look, it is going to get ugly. We already seen the report that New Japan Pro Wrestling... Uh, they had the meeting with Ring of Honor and they had the meeting with AEW and New Japan decided to back away from AEW. They decided to keep their working relationship with only Ring of Honor uh, wrestling. So we're already seeing the cracks here and New Japan signed Juice Robinson to a three-year deal, multi-year deal. New Japan Pro Wrestling only does one-year deals. We are starting to see the differences already. They see All Elite coming along. And they're starting to sign multi-year deals now, which is smart. They should have been signing multi-year deals from the start. That's just my opinion. And it's to the point to where, look, I know All Elite Wrestling is not at a point to where they're trying to significantly damage companies. It's like, if we're going out to an all-you-can-eat buffet or whatever, and the buffet is closing down, and they only have but so much food left, if we're all going out to eat, look, we're, if we're all hungry, look, we're all hungry. But there only, there's only but so much food left to eat. We're all going to try to get in line and get something to eat. But somebody's going to get left hanging. And that, at the end of the day, that's what it is with All Elite Wrestling. I see them not trying to take down any companies. But when we look at All Elite, we look at Impact Wrestling, we look at New Japan, we look at Ring of Honor... WWE and whomever, there's only but so many great names, big names, big game-changing names to go around in the world of professional wrestling. And at the end of the day, All Elite or Impact or whomever is going to start hurting each other. I think it's more of a uh, competition between your... Your All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, I think that's where the competition is. And eventually, they're just going to start hurting each other. And Lucha Underground, you can throw them in there as well. MLW, you can throw them in there as well. They're going to eventually start 
start hurting each other unintentionally because they're going to try to do what they can to uh, make their companies great. You're going to be forced to survive. It's like going to be like the 90s. Uh, you're going to be put into a position to where you're going to have to pull out all of the stops. Like WWE had to pull out all of the stops. And I think that's a good thing for wrestling fans. It's not necessarily a good thing for the companies because I had to come at a point to where I looked at this and I was pumped for all elite wrestling and I had to be honest with myself. Back in the 90s, ECW didn't survive. Back in the 90s, going into 2000, WCW got bought out. WCW, I was a diehard WCW fan. I loved that company. And it was just like a shot in the gut when that company went away and it, you know, I didn't get to see it anymore. Like, I got to be honest with myself. When I look at these companies that I like, somebody may not make it. And I don't wish that upon any of the companies because everybody's putting out good wrestling programming these days. And I don't wish that upon any of, the co uh, any of these companies, but it's going to become a situation to where they, they may cannibalize each other because they're all going after the same talent. And someone may become ECW. I don't wish that upon anybody, but that's the game that it is when a new company comes around and they have a billionaire. Now, I've seen that Tony Khan said that he wants to work with companies. And I admire that. They're not trying to initially just clear out everyone like Vince McMahon did with the territories. Vince McMahon came along and he was just trying to clear out everybody. So I admire that about AEW. But I think it's going to get real competitive between AEW Impact Wrestling and... Uh, your New Japan Pro Wrestling, your Ring of Viners, and your Lucha Underground, your MLW. It's going to get real competitive. So we're going to see how that works out. So, moving on, we're going to go to WWE. And I have a very interesting theory with WWE right now. And that is that, looking at the Royal Rumble, I think that a Monday Night Raw star has to win the men's Royal Rumble. And I know you ask, why do you think that? And I'm going to get right on into it. One, because what's the feud for SmackDown right now? Who is Daniel Bryan going to? And I assume that, look, it's going to be Daniel Bryan that wins because they're not going to just have Daniel Bryan lose after all of this. You're going to have Daniel Bryan lose the title at the Royal Rumble. And I have any kind of rematch or anything like that or any kind of uh, forward programming with AJ Styles. I don't think Daniel Bryan is losing at the Royal Rumble. And if Daniel Bryan goes on to win, what face is there left? Like there's no interesting face there left to face off against Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles is the only guy you look at and that you can have a legitimate WrestleMania caliber match with. And AJ Styles, we're not going to have that at WrestleMania. We've had it for months now. We're not going to have that at WrestleMania. So there's no one left. The only thing, the only person legitimately left is The Miz. And he saddled with Shane weaseling his way into every big match McMahon. So there's no feuds left for SmackDown. Uh, looking at the raw side of things... The only person to challenge for the Universal Championship, the only legitimate person that they need to have challenging for the Universal Championship is Seth Rollins. 
they're already building a storyline towards that standpoint leading towards the standpoint he lost to Dean Ambrose so he's not going to be any kind of nail champion so it's very much looking like it's going to be Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania so I don't think Seth Rollins is going to win the Royal Rumble because as I just mentioned then what is Smackdown going to do so moving on it has to be a face from Monday Night Raw and if Daniel Bryan is a champion he's a heel so we got to have a face win out so we're gonna have to build somebody up and I think that they are in the process of building someone up it has to be a primetime matchup so with that being said I think the person that's gonna win I'm gonna give an early Royal Rumble uh, giveaway here I think it's gonna be Finn Balor I think we're gonna have Finn Balor win the Royal Rumble match and I think he's going to go on to switch brands and jump to Daniel Bryan. I think that gives us a primetime matchup. I think it gives us a fresh new feud. And I think it gives us a WrestleMania caliber matchup that we can all sink our teeth into for SmackDown. That we can all be excited about. And look, Finn Balor versus Daniel Bryan, I'm very much looking forward to it. And I think that's where it's going to go down. I think a Raw star has to win the Royal Rumble. And they have to flip to, to SmackDown. So, moving on. We're going to look at some of the AEW details from the press conference. And we're going to hop right on into it. going to look at a few of them. And first up, we're going to start with the signees. The top two signees, Pac and Chris Jericho. Look, if you go back to my YouTube video, if you hop on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash C slash OMG Corey B. My YouTube name is OMG Corey B. You can see my live reactions to AEW. Uh, and, and throughout the entire press conference, I was saying they have to have a big signing. And they had two big signings. Pac, first of all, very interesting to see Pac slash Neville. I show up at AEW in its full gear, ready to fight. And that was a huge name to get the attention of fans. And fans are very excited about it. I was very excited about it. I never was showing up there. He give he is a legitimate name and not a big, big star, but a legitimate name that everyone knows, that casual fans knows. Not casual fans that have left the product of wrestling knows, but casual fans that are that are still watching the product knows. And a big name to give them some buzz. Chris Jericho is a huge name that everyone knows. If you've left the face of professional wrestling and haven't come back, you know who Chris Jericho is. So that is a huge signing. Whatever role that Chris Jericho plays, whether it's a part-time role or a full-time role, it's looking like Chris Jericho is going to have the uh, contract that is going to allow him to work in other promotions. The open contract that allows Chris Jericho to do the things that Chris Jericho wants to do. So he has all of these ventures that he has working with all these promotions, working with Fozzie, always on the road. So Chris Jericho... It's one of the smartest people in professional wrestling. So he's going to have an open contract. I would put money on that. Looking at the, another, at the other announcements, Double or Nothing will be May 25th, Memorial Day. Look, I think this is a great uh, month to pick. It's after WrestleMania month in April. 
So you don't want to go head up with WrestleMania. Uh, they wanted to get into the springtime. You have this big announcement and we're in January. You don't want to wait too long to have your first show. You can't do it in the midst of WrestleMania build. So it's a good option to have it right the month right after our WrestleMania. So the second they said that the second show will be in Jacksonville as well and that proceeds will go to gun the victims of gun violence. So I'm very much looking forward to that as well. Next up we talked about uh, they had a big discussion uh, throughout Twitter when it, uh, Brandy talked about equal pay for women and men and I thought that that was a phenomenal thing. She had to clarify her statements. I knew what she meant. I didn't really think that this needed clarification but she clarified it on Twitter when she said that equal pay means equal opportunity regardless of sex. It does not mean that everyone will be paid the exact same salary regardless of their uh, position. It means the gender pay gap does not apply. An entry-level woman won't make less than an entry-level man because of her gender. And I looked at that equal pay statement from the start when they announced it in uh, the, the rally. Like, I assume that, you, look, everybody is not going to make the same amount of money. And, and there were people on Twitter that were assuming that, okay, equal pay, that's what they mean. Everybody's going to make the same amount of money. And, like, you can't legitimately have a business like that unless the billionaire wanted to just pony up and say, well, I got the money. Everybody's going to make the same. Then, unless he does that, then we got something. But looking at it overall, I never expected that to be the case. And that's not going to be the case. But I did like her statement on Twitter. Uh, it's a big thing for women. And they're going to have a legit women's division. We're going to see because they're just in the baby stages of putting together their roster. But heading into that first show, we'll see who jumps to All Elite Wrestling. And look, it's a very interesting time. We'll see uh, the defections that we have in the sport of professional wrestling i am very much looking forward to it uh tony khan as well they mentioned that healthcare for the wrestlers and i was very interested in that as well uh the details are still kind of murky at at the moment uh we still don't know uh the exact uh details tony khan on xbox podcast noted that some aew talent will be independent contractors and some AEW wrestlers that will have full-time office jobs with AEW and will have, they said that they will have similar benefits to other sports executives. So at the end of the day, he said a lot of people are doing office jobs and a lot of wrestlers are going to end up with healthcare out of this. So there's no concrete details about it. I would like to know some concrete clarification on that. But it looks as though they will be taking care of wrestlers as it pertains to healthcare. We'll see the exact details because they're very much in, I mean, they're in the baby stages. They just had their first press conference, their first rally, whatever you want to clarify it as. So we'll see uh, how that comes out. Another small thing, very small thing that Cody Rhodes said that I really liked is that wins and losses will matter. In WWE, I remember Triple H saying something as something like wins and losses really don't matter. And I'm like, no, bro, wins and losses do matter. And I really like that because wins and losses matter. 
as it pertains to the momentum of your character. Like you cannot just have anybody just going out losing matches left and right and just pluck them into a world title match. It's kind of like how Jinder Mahal just got a world title match and won the world title out of nowhere after being a jobber. No man, wins and losses really do matter. So I really like that from Cody Rhodes' standpoint. I like that from All Elite Wrestling's standpoint. One thing that All Elite Wrestling has going from them is that they have the cool factor going for them. I said this in a recent podcast. They just have the cool factor. People want to associate with the Young Bucks. They want to associate with Cody Rhodes. And they really have that going for them. Now, they have a lot of promises that they made there in that press conference that they really have to live up to. So we're in very much the honeymoon phase of All Elite Wrestling. We'll see how it all pans out going forward. So the last topic up for today is Impact Wrestling. And I just want to say that it is very, it is a very important time for Impact Wrestling and like they're in a very peculiar spot you have all of these things going on you have new japan going on you have all of the wrestling going on you have impact wrestling there where they are at now they cannot afford to take a step back as it pertains to their programming like you can't afford to take to take a step back uh, as for programming and as for business as well so like we had a good boost when they announced and they had they made that Twitch announcement, Impact on Twitch, that was a good boost towards the company. And like I'm watching on Periscope right now. I'm on Periscope right now. I see ECW chance out of nowhere right now. <laughs> and like what stand on topic, Impact Wrestling, they have to stay the course. And the Twitch announcement was a big boost. That was big a big positive uh momentum boost. Because people really liked that. There were people like myself. You can check out the podcast that I had. And I said that, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch Impact Wrestling. And like, they have the slogan going around that the wrestlers are using. If you have internet, you have Impact. So you have no excuses. And I love it. You have no excuses. Everybody has a phone. Or everybody has a streaming device. So you have Twitch. I have my Xbox One. I'm very much going to be looking forward to it. That was big. That was a big momentum boost for Impact Wrestling. Looking at these tapings going forward, they have to be really good tapings coming out of the most recent pay-per-view, uh, Homecoming. Uh, you have to do something to excite the fans. So I'm very much looking forward to these tapings, and I hope they're really good going forward. They have to continue continue to attract talent as well this is uh the top it was, as it pertains to the subject that i have right here this is at the top you have to attract talent in this age especially with AEW, all elite wrestling like you have to do some things to attract talent i think impact being on twitch that really attracts talent as well because being on pursuit it's like eh, i don't know a lot a lot of people will be able to watch this but we, there's a small audience for Pursuit, but there's a huge audience for Twitch. And you can watch it on demand on Twitch as well. And they have to, when it comes to attracting talent, look, wrestling is about a lot of things. But talent likes to get paid. So they have to be able to attract talent. They have to put up the money uh, like AEW is going to put up the money. So I very much wish the best for Impact Wrestling and we'll see 
going forward because this is a peculiar time in the wrestling business. That is it for this edition of the Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Let me know your thoughts on all of these topics. AEW, the fan wars going on. AEW, WWE, and all the wrestling fans getting into it. All Elite Wrestling details. The fact that it will get ugly between companies. Let me know your thoughts on YouTube at OMGCoreyB. Or on Twitter. Let me know your thoughts at OMGCoreyB. And at Too Sweet P.O. D. I am out.